Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with the Sermon on the Mount and the passage found in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. This passage is the appeal toward which Jesus has been moving through the whole sermon. It is the call to become a citizen of God's kingdom, the call to inherit eternal life. It is his call to choose between the easy way, which comes naturally, and the hard way, which requires complete dependence on God's enabling and his grace. Like the cosmic true-false test of all time, the choices presented are in every case the difference between black and white, true and false, right and wrong, good and bad. Ultimately, they are the difference between heaven and hell. The decision you make about Jesus Christ and his kingdom is the most important decision in life. That's the decision before us in this passage. Please listen to today's slice of the message entitled, Two Gates. Jew and Gentile together are on equal footing with God in the body of Christ. And every, every individual is offered citizenship, citizenship in the kingdom of God's beloved Son. You read Colossians 1.13. You believed in Christ? You have been transferred from the domain of darkness, the realm of darkness, the kingdom of darkness, to the kingdom of His beloved Son. The king isn't here, but we are citizens of that spiritual kingdom living, if you will, on foreign territory and hostile territory. So you might think of this invitation part of this sermon as the cosmic true-false test of all time. The, the choices presented are in every case strong contrast. The differences between black and white, true and false, right and wrong, good and bad, ultimately it's the difference between heaven and hell. And the decision you make about Jesus Christ and His kingdom and His message, that's the most important decision in your life, and that is the decision before us in this passage. I'll read you the whole passage, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. Matthew 7, 13 and 14. When I say the whole passage, our pericope for this morning, it's actually verse 13 through verse 29 is the, the sum total of the, uh, of the invitation. Matthew 7, 13 and 14. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction. And there are many who enter through it, for the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life, and there are few who find it. God has provided the way, He has shown the way, and He calls you to make the choice. Now, let me back up a little bit. We know that before the foundation of the world, I guess that's actually backing up a lot, but bear with me. We know that before the foundation of the world, God chose who will believe in Him and be saved. The Bible is abundantly clear about that, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. God chose you for salvation, okay? verses 
13 and 14. Put the break this break the sentence down. That's true. That's undeniable. That's very important. A lot of people don't like it, but the Bible teaches it. The only way anyone will ever be saved is not because they're so cute and cuddly, not because they work harder than somebody else. The only way anybody is ever saved is 100% by God's grace, accomplished completely by His power, totally apart from anything that you can do. But please don't pervert that glorious doctrine called election that God chose who will be saved. Don't pervert that into something it's not. That doctrine does not negate the pathos and the tenderness and the urgency of a passage like this one. This passage and many others put the responsibility to choose directly upon each one of us. God calls you to make the right choice, and you, you alone, you alone are responsible for all the consequences of the choice that you make. So don't cop out here and say, well, I'd like to believe, but I can't because God didn't choose me. No, that is not in any way what the Bible teaches. This is not, by the way, a new concept. God, who superintends all of history, has always asked people to make the right choice. Before Israel entered the the promised land, God instructed Moses to proclaim the choice. He says, you can choose life or you can choose destruction. You can choose my chastening. After um, God guided His people, Israel, into into the land... Then it was Joshua who was the spokesman to confront the people with the the choice of continuing to uh, serve the false gods that they had known in Egypt or the false gods in Canaan, or they could turn to the Lord Himself who had delivered them from their bondage in Egypt. Pretty well-known passage, Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 and 15 says this, Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve Him in sincerity and truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord, Yahweh. If it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served, which were beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." He said, look, you have have two choices here, the true God, Yahweh, or anything else. And those are your two choices, and those are your only two choices. Later, the prophet Elijah stood on Mount Carmel at that great confrontation between God and the false god Baal, and and he proclaimed the, the same call to choose. It's in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21, or there's another version of it. Not from Elijah's day, but Jeremiah said the same thing in Jeremiah chapter 21, verse 8, much later in Israel's history. You shall also say to this people, thus says the Lord, behold, I set before you the way of life, the way of death. Those are your choices, life or death. Not half alive, life or death. And in that case, God gave the people a hard choice of The way of death in that situation, that would be staying put in their city, or they could submit to the will of God, which in that case included the chastening that God was bringing to them under the the Babylonian captivity. That was the way of life. Now, does that sound 
contradictory. The, the, the way of death is stay put, stay comfortable. The way of life is have everything taken away from you and go into captivity. Well, there's a pattern that's beginning to develop here. At the close of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus simply presents again the choice of all choices. The only difference is this time it's, it's not tied to a nation. It's a, it's a personal choice to be made by each and every person for all time. And by the way, it is not a choice between faith and unbelief. It's not whether you believe or you don't believe. It's what you believe. The choice is always between one true way and all the other ways. Remember under Joshua's terminology? Well, if you don't want to serve the true God, pick one. All the gods of the Amorites, all the gods that you used to knew, used to know that your fathers used to worship in your, in, your, in your former life. But in reality, there have always been only two systems of religion in the world. On the one hand, there is God's system. This is the gospel. Uh, God's system of divine accomplishment. He accomplishes what you need in order for your sins to be forgiven, for you to be declared righteous, for you to be made holy and to, and to stand in His presence. And on the other end is every other system that man has ever come up with. And every other system except Christianity, except the gospel, every other system is a system of human achievement in one way or another. God sent Jesus Christ to die for sins as a perfect, infinitely valuable sacrifice for all, for all time. And then He was to rise again, and He did. And He lives forevermore to make intercession for those of us who believe in Him until He glorifies us with Him forever in eternity. On the other hand, within man's system, there are always things to do. It, it, has, it has many different forms. Uh, I remember the agony of writing the course called um, Cults and World Religions, one of the most painful couple of weeks of my, uh, of my life, studying all the wrong ways. And by the way, I didn't touch anywhere near on all of them, because they all, but in a, in a sense, I did do all of them, because it's God's way or everything else, anything else. They're all counterfeits designed by Satan to deceive people. Man-made religion is always about trying to reach God by human effort, whether it be channeled through a specific ritual or chanting a certain prayer or doing certain good works. It's always human effort. None of those systems, not one, not ever, has ever saved or can ever save anyone. Salvation is by God's grace. Even the law that God gave to His people, Israel, through Moses, God's own laws, all that stuff about all of those sacrifices and all of the, the details of all of that, none of that ever saved anyone. That was it. Read the book of Galatians. The law was given to give you the knowledge of sin, to drive you to a Savior. It's called the tutor to lead us to the Savior. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.